Here's what happened this morning with Stacy and Clayton. Every dog owner can relate to this. Usually when you come home from work, first thing you see, your dog sitting there. Hey, how's it going? I've been waiting forever. Let's go party. Um, but when your dog isn't waiting for you or doesn't come to the door right away, you know immediately, oh. Something's up. Something's up. They did something bad. My dog is attached to me, like sometimes almost literally attached to me. She won't leave me alone. Open the door. She's not there. It's weird. She always hears the car come in the driveway. And she's waiting by the front step. Nope. It's like 20 seconds before she comes downstairs to meet me. And I'm like, oh, hey, Kipper, well, what's going on upstairs? Go upstairs. Oh, the garbage is spread all over the kitchen floor. Oh, yes. All over the kitchen floor. Kind of my fault. I, I threw one of her old bones in the garbage, and she probably smelt it, right? Rookie mistake. Well, my dog's blind, which means her other senses are heightened. It's a true thing. Well, like, and that's dogs not already a have a good sense of smell. Exactly, right? <laughs> and when one sense goes, the others get heightened. That's not like a, a myth or an urban legend. Oh, yeah. it's, she sniffed out that bone and some pasta sauce or something, but she went to town on the garbage oh, and boy. was like ripping open bags. Thankfully, no chocolate, no nothing's in there. We never throw chocolate away in there for this purpose. Why would you ever throw chocolate away? What well, is wrong with you? I don't you? know, like old cake. I don't know. Um, <laughs> old but she, cake? <laughs> who am I kidding? There's never there's old cake never. in my household. It's it's always and it's always done. If you're throwing in the garbage, yeah, there's a problem. True, but then again, I get so mad, right? Bad girl, bad girl. What are you doing? You never do this. What are you doing, bad girl? What do you think I'm doing an hour later after that? Cuddles. Who's a good Absolutely. girl? Who's a good girl? You're so sweet. Oh, boochoo, boochoo, it's ah, being a dog owner. It's just a roller coaster of emotion. <laughs> it really is. Obviously, Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. Kind of a big deal, I think it's fair to say. The superb owl. Mm-hmm. For trademark reasons. Yes. And I see this article every single year. It happens every single time. They show you the exceptionally ridiculous ticket prices uh, that are listed on some of the ticket selling sites for the game. And I get it. The stadium is massive. It's a great opportunity to make a lot of money. Super Bowl generates billions, I would assume. But some of the places, the cheapest tickets, like nosebleeds, are going for over $4,000, $7,000, all depending on your sight line, what have you. And I just, I, I, maybe I don't get it because I understand like it's a big game, mm-hmm. but what like nosebleeds are just supposed to be cheap tickets. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was like lower bowl floor, whatever, first row or first like section off the, what's that called? Field. Wow. Um, I thought those were the expensive ones. And as you went up, they got cheaper and they do get cheaper as you go up, but the mm-hmm. cheapest is four grand. I know. It's it's an elitist event that people cannot afford to go to. It's a status thing, right? It it's it's the brand. Is. I went to the Super Bowl or I don't know. It's just for people to, to brag about now. I went to the Super Bowl. I have a lot of money. It's kind of like Leafs home games. Like Leafs home games, season tickets are so expensive. They're usually owned by a bunch of rich people or corporations. You got a bunch of suits sitting in the lower bowl. They don't care about the game. They're not getting rowdy. They're there impressing clients or they're there just because. And then the upper bowl is full of the rowdy fans, right? That's what's going to happen. You got all these clients and business people on the lower bowl. And then up top, I mean, even I just feel bad for Bengal fans who have been waiting 30 years for this. I know. You can't go to the game. And then, like, let's say you're a Bengals fan. Do you put money aside every year just in case you win the no, Super Bowl? No. <laughs> because getting there 
and paying for the tickets, mm-hmm. feeding yourself and having beverages and staying overnight, like this is going to be a $20,000 trip. <laughs> exactly. So don't go. Stay at home. Make some chili in your slow cooker and make some memories that way. I guess. Super Bowl I, parties, I think, would be more fun than going to the game. I don't know. Going to the game, the hassle, the parking, the busyness, the hustle and bustle. Like, sure, it would be memorable, but it's it's a lot of money and a lot of hype for four hours, and then it's done, right? Like, save a thousand bucks and go crazy. Have your Super Bowl party at home catered. Get top shelf alcohol. All the best. A thousand dollar Super Bowl party? Yeah. I mean, most times I spend like 40 bucks on my Super Bowl party. Well, so treat yourself. Great hits and the best rock ever. 7-Eleven. Grab yourself a Slurpee. It's Cruise Mornings with Stacey and Clayton. Did I steal your line? I think I might have. And you chirped me at the same time. Wow. Oh, no. I wasn't sure. I was, like, pleased I got to say it. Oh, I thought you were trying to do a bad impression of me. I thought you were making fun of me there. Oh. that was My feelings were hurt. Oh, it's okay. I thought my 7-Eleven line was clever. I think it's great. Every time. Exactly. Every time I see 7-Eleven, that's what I think of. Look at me thin skin over here. (laughs) Don't make fun of my 7-Eleven joke. Uh, this is an interesting statistic, I thought. I love lists where it's like, here's the top five cars stolen in Canada. And you're like, oh, thank God I don't own a Honda Civic. I remember thinking that yeah. in the past. Um, but when it comes to things being stolen in grocery stores, meat and cheese, top of the list. Oh, Trailer Park Boys has become real life. Do you remember that episode of Trailer Park Boys? I'm when they- pretty sure I've seen it where they have the, the presents. Yeah, they yeah. walk in with empty presents, like wrapped <laughs> presents, and they just load them up with meat, and they're like, hey, these are just birthday presents. You can't look at them and ruin the surprise. Yeah, so smart. So just like the Simpsons predicting the future, uh, Trailer Park Boys is also doing the same. Apparently, and of course, too, like it's not just because people are like, wow, I love meat and I love cheese. Meat and cheese are actually some of the more expensive items in a store so people you know maybe just don't want to pay for that price and they just feel like taking it themselves you were saying maybe there's like a a a black market for raw meat i've seen some people uh sell like steaks and meats on facebook marketplace okay and it like it still has the grocery store tag on it (laughs) Like, either you're reselling it. Like, it's not like you're a butcher. You got a butcher operation in your garage. No. You're, like, if you're going to sell stolen meat, yeah. at least have the decency to repackage exactly, it. Exactly, right? Honestly. But, like, that's the thing. It's it's such a high price point now where people are stealing it. They can resell it. With that knowledge, why aren't people stealing asparagus? Because asparagus is, like, $9 for one little thing now. People also, got to start stealing asparagus. If you're stealing meat and cheese, you might as well steal some pickles and crackers and make a charcuterie. Another edition of Request Anything coming up at 7.30. It's a good one. I can't wait. This really proves the whole anything angle of Request Anything. That's coming up in a bit. Uh, the text line here at Cruise FM, 938-0963. We, we have a lot of people texting us every single day. And we don't say it enough. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. We don't say it enough. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. Thanks for texting. Thanks for retweeting, commenting, all that stuff. We appreciate you. You're awesome. Thank you very much for dealing with our shenanigans because sometimes they're not easy to deal with. Here's the thing. We truly do love you. Uh, We mean it. We love you so much that we've given many of you nicknames. 
Yeah, and it did. It kind of started. You know, you started it. I, I like, did. This isn't a we thing. This is an all you thing, and that's that's good because you. Oh, this is so fun. Because sometimes people will say something or mention something that really sticks out, and it helps me remember who they are. Like yeah. for instance, Samurai Michelle. She's the one who got me into the Samurai before it closed. I know. I got to sit at her table with her and her friends with Sean for mm-hmm. like a last dinner at the Samurai. It's never a bad nickname, by the way. We always just block the people that are yeah jerk faces the right actual- it's always it's always positive it's always funny little angles of it like tony the bidet expert yeah one day he texted in like a novel on just bidet stuff and we're like wow okay tony the bidet expert that's it exactly uh rich the super fan johnny dangerously no idea why brian and the mechanics i'm <laughs> I, I don't know if he's a me- mechanic uh raymond witness protection delorme Again, not sure. I don't remember any of these. I, you know what's funny is I literally went through our address book yeah. of people in the tech system, and I was like, well, why did I say that? We have an address book of nicknames. Don, Tommy's other half. Curtis, the traffic cone guy. Oh, yeah, this is Brenda. James, <laughs> the original McDLT. Ashley, and I'm a dude. Brian always wears a shirt to cut the grass. Chris Farley is overrated. That's just somebody. Oh, I made that guy. Did you? I don't text that guy anymore. Debbie. Gr- <laughs> Debbie Grilled cheese palooza Oh, I love Debbie. Mennonite Evelyn. Bob is nice and likes us. Bob does like us a wet, lot. Wet Diaper Sarah, one of my personal yeah, favorites. Todd with a new daughter. Shaylin Rollcuken, fellow Mennonite. Chicken Pecker Drew. I'm assuming that's how he types. Uh, Dusty did shots with Tom Cochran. Right on. Rhubarb Mike. Adele Buttered Toast. Moist Muffin Steve. <laughs> Bob with dog. No. I have no idea. Moist Muffin Steve. I don't know if he makes moist muffins, if he likes moist muffins. Canyonero Joel. Big fan of muffins from back in the Maybe. mall food court days. This is a fun one. My friends call me F.U. Johnny. Oh, I love that guy. And yeah, Canyonero Joel's great too. Yeah, and then Hurton in Saskatoon. If you want a nickname, text us, 938-0963. Tell us a few things about yourself, and I will make something up. So yesterday, the nominees for the Oscars came out, which, if you want to look them up, you can do that. Also, though, Basil. Uh, the nominations for the Razzies. If you don't know, the Razzies celebrate the worst in film, and I think TV, I'm not sure. Regardless. They are not the Raspberry Awards celebrating the highlights of raspberries every year no it's a no one thought that it's the razzies and this year it's really funny because bruce willis is actually he has a category all to himself of worst performance because he was in a record eight straight to video films this year and so some of them i've never even heard of eight american siege apex Comic Sin, Deadlock, Fortress. Regardless. You've never heard of the movie Deadlock? Wow, where have you been? I don't know. No one has. Anyway, he's going to win for the worst performance because he's been nominated in like every single film of his in that category. But what was more interesting about this article is that Bruce Willis is part of a genre of film that I have never heard of before. Go on. It's called the Geezer Teaser. <laughs> So what they do is they bank on the celebrity of a veteran actor like Bruce Willis, Robert De Niro, John Travolta, that sort of thing. And they'll have them in like the trailer for the movie. But when it comes down to it, that 
actor is only in the movie for like 10 minutes on and off. Oh, Hollywood does that all the time. Yes. I didn't even realize that. Geezer teaser. There's a movie called Survive the Night. Bruce Willis was on screen for roughly 10 minutes, but still gets paid seven figures. So, of course, he's putting out eight straight-to-video movies. Yeah. Why not? Geezer teaser. <laughs> Sounds like a, a senior citizen sex toy or something like that. <laughs> like, like an infomercial. Can't you see it? Do you want to keep your marriage love life going? The geezer teaser. <laughs> Call the next 10 minutes. We'll double your order. Two geezer teasers. Invite some friends over. The more the merrier with the geezer teaser. Oh, oh, man. There are so many actors that do that. The geezer teaser. Yeah. And honestly... I, I've, I've seen films like that before where you're watching and you're like, I really thought he'd be a bigger part of this movie. I've just been geezer teased. It's the uh, <laughs> it's like the real life version of clickbait. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what it is. I saw this uh, meme thing, whatever, on the internet that said something along the lines of, nah, or no, why is it everyone over 40 gets so excited to see a bird in a bird feeder? Because it's majestic, that's why. And, well, yeah, birds are beautiful, I get that. But it just got me thinking that, like, yeah, you know what? As people age, they become very interested in birds. My parents are a prime example. Growing up, nothing. We had a, a pet bird, but that was only because we took care of it for a while for somebody, regardless. My parents were never like, I really enjoy watching nature, more specifically birds. Mm-hmm. Never happened. All of a sudden... Mom and dad are online buying special bird feeders, special seeds, special houses to attract certain birds to their yard, getting books that show you what kind of birds are what, and an app that will, you can um, record a bird sound and Mm -hmm. they'll be like, oh, that's a whatever. They're just becoming Captain Raymond Holt from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Basically. One of the most avid bird watchers out there. I just, is that a thing? Is it like, well, now that I'm over, well, the picture said 40, but I feel like 50. I hate to burst your bubble here, Stacey. Uh, remember when we went to Pike Lake two weeks ago for the Kick-Ass Small Town Prove-It Tour? Yeah. We're walking the trails yes. and you, you could get the bird seed to put in your hand and then the birds yeah. fly on your hand and land and eat the seed. Go to Pike Lake and do that, by the way. It's it awesome. It's really fun. Uh, yeah, right? It's really fun. Look at you. No. You're turning into bird watcher. No, I'm yes, not. Yes, you are. You just said, oh, it was so fun. It was so fun. Right. That doesn't mean I'm going to go out and buy bird seed and special feeders and start tracking bird migrations. Yeah, check in next year. Check There's a bunch of things, year. though. Like, when you reach a certain age, I feel like it's like you're almost expected to do that. Like, oh. now that I'm over a certain age, I better start getting more angry with politics. Better start smoking meat. <laughs> I better buy a recliner and put it by the front window. Like, there becomes an age where just guys, it's more of a guy thing. They turn 45. Oh, I better smoke some meat. And I better videotape it and put it on YouTube. <laughs> Every guy right now is making YouTube smoke meat videos. I don't get it. When you hit 50, all of a sudden you just start tucking in your shirt. Oh, yeah. So you start watching birds, smoking meat, tucking in your shirt, even if you're not wearing a belt. Which is weird. Or cutting hair short. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Wanting to go to the grocery store on Air Miles Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like you wait. You need groceries on Tuesday. No, we're waiting for Friday. Now that I'm over 50, I better download the Scrabble app for my phone. Now that I'm over 50, I better reverse into every parking spot I go into. No? 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 I thought that was, like, more difficult. No. Now that I'm 50, I better talk about always going to Nova Scotia. (laughs) The East Coast. Have you ever so noticed beautiful. that when, when, yes. when you hit a certain age, people are, oh, I just want to go to the Maritimes. It's like the Vegas of Canada for older people. 
Peloton. Holy, they've had just up and down, up and down. At the start, like two, three years ago, when everyone was on the Peloton train, it was like, hey, exercise bike at home. Woo! Well, it was the pandemic, right? Yeah. Everyone's like, what am I going to do while we're in lockdown? I'll get an exercise bike. But then they came out with that super cringy commercial where it looked like the woman was being held hostage by her Peloton bike, and then their stock price plummeted. And then the pandemic came back. Part two, baby. And uh, stock Peloton went- stock went way up again. Uh, fast forward to today. When gyms and stuff are reopening, Peloton stock going back down. Peloton, they had to let go 2,800 people. It's a business. Your stock is going down. Demand is going down. It It happens, happens, right? That's just, that sucks. 2,800 people losing their job. But hey, there's a silver lining, Stacey. Tell me. In their severance package, they got a free year-long membership to Peloton. Not even a bike, just the membership. Just, just the membership oh for my Peloton. God. So imagine the what company. What a kick to the nuts! What a kick to the cash and prizes! Wow. Hey, swift <laughs> kick to the groin! Like, hey, I know we're letting you go, but let me just—you can use this and remind yourself that we let you go. Let me just sprinkle some salt on that wound. That would be like <laughs> us getting let go and our boss being like, "Hey." Here's some concert tickets for you. No hard feelings, right? We're we're cool? We're cool? To a show that's been postponed. (laughs) But it might be rescheduled, and you can go. (laughs) Say hi. We can catch up, right? Be like working at Domino's. You get fired, and they're like, hey, here's two free pizzas anytime. (laughs) Are you working at a liquor store, and you're like, okay, I got let go. Please, case of my favorite beer. Hey, here's a bunch of uh, Canadian Royal or Crown Royal shot glasses. Ooh. Thanks. Hey, every time you take a shot. God hate, damn it. I hate Jeff, my old boss. But yeah, <laughs> Peloton. Peloton? Peloton. Peloton. Who cares if I'm saying it right or wrong? The company's junk anyway. <laughs> Don't know if you've noticed or not, Stacy, but people are not using the word exceptional correctly. Okay. Grammatically, yeah, sure, it's correct. But common sense-wise, it is not correct, okay? I'm just going to read you uh, the headline from an article here. Saskatchewan housing market dealing with exceptionally low inventory. Okay. The word exceptionally or exceptional, right? in my mind, should describe something awesome, something fancy. Fantastic. It's a fancy word, right? Yeah. Exceptional. Describing low inventory with the word exceptional, doesn't it just feel weird? It's kind of like an oxymoron where the two words are so unrelated. Imagine doing it for something else, right? I lose an exceptional amount of money gambling on sports every weekend. (laughs) Let me tell you. I am an exceptionally poor lover. Oh, my cholesterol is exceptionally high. That dinner you made was exceptionally gross. I haven't talked to my son in an exceptionally long time. Oh, I'm talking years. I am an exceptionally bad father. My daughter is exceptionally, exceptionally disrespectful. After a word, after a while, the word kind of starts to... It sounds not right. It messes you up. I mean, just listen (laughs) to the last 15 seconds. We're tripping all over the place here. (gasps) That yogurt is exceptionally past the expiry date. That movie was exceptionally overrated. I am balding at an exceptionally fast pace. (laughs) That gentleman's sense of humor was exceptionally offensive. I do an exceptional job of not organizing my recycling. (laughs) 
I'm a veterinarian, and let me tell you, I put down an exceptional amount. I'm just kidding. That would be wow. a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> See what I mean? Exceptional. <laughs> Don't use it in that way. Stacey and Clayton, weekday mornings 6 to 10 on Cruise. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.